0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Kingdom Dynamics podcast. Here we are on planet Earth. We are the sons of God. We are the daughters of God. We are made in his image. And Jesus himself said that as the Father sent him, so is he sending us. So Hebrews 1 verse 3 says that Jesus was the exact image, the exact representation of the Father. And then Jesus said, as I was sent as the exact image of the Father, I am sending you as an exact image of the Father. If you don't believe me, read my book, God, Men, and... Part two is coming out very soon. Genesis chapter one says that we are made in the image of God. This is the secret that was kept hidden. Remember, the God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers. But that can include you and me. He rebuked, Jesus rebuked the disciples for their unbelief. He rebuked the Israelites. They died in the desert because of their unbelief. I believe that we will be judged based on what did we do with the blood of Jesus Christ. Because you and I were given the blood. Jesus hung on that tree and said to his father, Forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. That includes you and I. That includes aboriginals. That includes everybody who's ever lived. I believe we will stand before the Father and he will ask us, did you believe the message? Did you believe the message? I sent my son to deliver the message. He didn't send angels, he didn't send, he he did all of that in the Old Testament. He didn't send prophets, and Jesus spoke about this in parables. Finally, God sent his son, and they, they even killed him. So you and I, if we stand before God, we are holy, we are blameless, we are righteous, we are confident. And we are seen and we see him because we have applied the blood. We have said, yes, we believe. Yes, we believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He rose from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit after three days in the grave. He has been exalted far above the devil. And we are seated in Christ Jesus It's no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives within me. So I want to set you free today. And I want to give you two things that the Holy Spirit has prepared for you. You see, I am a minister of reconciliation, I am reconciling you to God, even if you're a Christian because I am helping you see who you are. I am unlocking you. When I show you your faults, when I show you your needs, when when the Holy Spirit leads me to tell you something and light shines in the darkness and areas of your life that were dark become filled with light, this can only happen as I, Jonathan, do what I see my father, your father, doing. This is only happens when the Holy Spirit is doing it and then I do it. So as I see the Father doing something like writing a book and then I write it, the kingdom of heaven has come. There's been an expansion. If I do something in my own strength that I come out of my own mind, even if it's building a church, even if it's giving away a million dollars, it profits nothing because it's in the flesh. In fact, the flesh is at war with the Spirit. So you better not plant that church or run that business or give that money if it's out of your flesh. Don't do anything unless the Holy Spirit leads you and guides you. Now, if you don't know what to do, don't get paralyzed because that is the spirit of fear. The spirit of the world is rejection. Now, God has accepted you because you are in the beloved. So you should never stop. If you find yourself stopping and freezing, it's not God. It's a devil. God doesn't cause you to stop. He causes you to be still. He causes you to rest. But if you find that you're freezing, you don't know what to do, then you've gone into your mind. You've gone into the devil's playground. We need to take every thought captive into the obedience of Jesus Christ. Now, this is not hard work. You just go to your spirit. Put on some worship music. Read the Bible, pray in tongues, and you'll find that you go to your spirit. Why? Because you are a spirit. This is where Jesus said the truth will set you free. So it's not going to church that sets you free. It's not tithing that sets you free. It's not reading the Bible that sets you free. It's the truth that sets you free. It's the anointing that breaks the yoke. It's Jesus Christ, the person Not Christianity, the religion. It's the person. It's the Holy Spirit. He's a person. He's the spirit of true reality. So the reality is you are actually a spirit. You can write this down. Number one, you are a spirit. First and foremost. Because he knew you before you were in your mother's womb. It is slap bang in your face truth. Before you had a body, you were a spirit. So number one, you're a spirit. Number two, your soul, mind, will, and emotions. That's what you think. That's what you feel. That's what you want. Those three things must submit to your spirit man. You, most Christians, carnal Christians, their spirit submits to their soul. And that is wrong. That's a sin in a sense your body must submit to your soul. Your body submits to your soul, your soul submits to your spirit, and your spirit submits to God. Now, I know it's interrelated and the three are one, but there needs to be order. That's why when you wake up in the morning, your body wants to have coffee, but your spirit says to your soul, We will pray in tongues and then your body prays in tongues through your body, which is your tongue. So this is the correct order of things. It comes from the Father of lights. Your spirit came from the Father of lights. The the revelation comes from the Father and through Jesus and through the Holy Spirit comes up out of your spirit and comes up out of your mouth. And this is the first secret the first thing God wanted me to tell you is everything comes out of your spirit on earth. This is the way that he set it up. So you want that house, you want that car, you want that healing in your body. It doesn't come from outside. Jesus Jesus doesn't bring it to you. He's seated on the right hand of the Father in heaven. It actually comes up out of your spirit man. Jesus said this in John. He said, out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. He said, if you speak to this mountain, it will be removed He didn't say, if you pray, God will come down and move the mountain. He didn't say, out of Jesus' belly will flow rivers of living water. No, you are seated on the very Father's throne in heaven. That is your place. He bought it for you. He paid the price in his blood to seat you in heavenly realms far above the devil. He is seated you on his throne, and I'm telling you the truth, your feet are touching the river of life that flows under the throne. That's your spirit, man. That is your reality. That is the reality that sets you free. And you are concurrently on earth also on earth as it is in heaven whoa you are on earth as it is in heaven. So you are the conduit that brings heaven to earth. you are the medium through which his prayers get answered. Now any prayer you pray that he answers is according to his word. so he's prepared good works for you to walk in. And any word you pray, when you speak and that mountain is removed, it's because your Father is speaking it. And then through your spirit, man, and out of your mouth on the earth, there's this a passageway, there's a transference, you are shifted from darkness to light. You are shifting circumstances, you are shifting people. They are being transferred from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light, or that Sickness is removed. That demon flees as you speak what the Father is saying. It comes from heaven through your spirit and out of your body. You could draw a flowchart. So what I'm saying to you, number one, is your answer. It comes out of your mouth. As you see God. As you see God. I'm telling you the truth. It, everything comes back to your face-to-face relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Every blockage is removed right now. In Jesus' name. Oh, Lord, we bind the devil. We dissolve the plans that he has. So... I suppose this is the first point. The second point is that you are made in the image of God. You are being transformed into the image of God. But this process, people don't understand this point. This is the second point. It happens as you face him. It happens as you look at who he is. It happens as you... Fix your eyes on Jesus Christ. Peter said, you will do well if you stay focused on the transfiguration. You will do well if you look at Jesus the way he really is. Not Jesus the baby in a manger. Not eight-pound baby Jesus from Tell a Day Nights. Not Jesus hanging on the cross, although That is a part of our faith and important. But if you look to the resurrected Christ, blazing in glory, his eyes on fire, his his voice a rushing of many waters, Jesus Christ, preeminent King eternal, crucified before the foundation of the earth, you will do well. 1 John 3, 2 says, Beloved, we are now children of God, and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be, but we know that when he is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Again, Psalm 73 says, and every godly one will gaze upon his face. Jesus also said that in in, in, in the Beatitudes, chapter 5 of Matthew, he said, the pure in heart will see God. So can you see a pattern here? There's a connection between you, <laughs> you looking at Jesus is is connected to you becoming like him it's connected to you seeing him and seeing and as you see him you become like him you're washed by the washing of the word well he is the word as you look at the word as you listen to the word as you eat the word as you drink the word the blood of jesus is the word the blood the body of jesus is the word and I believe as you fellowship with brothers and sisters in Christ, because they are also his body, which is the word. So as iron sharpens iron, as you go to church, as you serve, as you love, as you forgive, if you, you know, as you get offended by your brothers and sisters, but then you get over it and you forgive them, you release them. All of these things are part of the process of being changed into his image. Is that not the point? Is not the purpose of the Holy Spirit to transform us into the image of Christ? See, again, this comes back to point number one, where we are made in his image. As the Father sent me, so am I sending you. Father, I pray that they would be one as we are one, that you would give them the glory that we had in the beginning. Matthew 5.8, blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Now, the father wants me to wrap this up. So, so father, I pray impartation of light, impartation of fire. Lord, let them burn. Lord, with the fire, Lord, of being with you, Jesus, as the disciples were amazed. After they walked on the road to Emmaus, this they said their hearts would their hearts burned, Father. Lord, may they burn, Lord, with the presence of Jesus Christ. May their hearts burn with a hunger and a thirst for righteousness, that they would be filled. May their eyes see the kingdom of heaven. Those who are born of the Spirit, they will see the kingdom. They will see the kingdom. Now, guys, I want to encourage you to just to continue to see the kingdom, continue to seek first the kingdom, continue to to look to Jesus and allow the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit, allow his fire, allow his word, allow his name, allow his angels to transform you, equip you and set you on fire in the name of Jesus Christ. 1 John 2.28 is another great scripture. Thank you, Father. Amen. Thanks, guys, for listening. Have a great day. I've been Jonathan. You've been listening. Thank you for listening. I just want to help you guys today. So I want you to think of an area in your physical body that that is bothering you. Your spirit man knows that you were made in the image of God. Your spirit man knows that you were meant to live forever. You were never meant to die. You were made in the image of God. You were never meant to die. He created everything for you. Way, you're way above the angels. You are made in the image of God. Who else did he say that you will forgive sins? Can angels forgive sins? Pfft, no way. They are there. angels, are messengers sent to you and I who will inherit salvation. The angels tended to Jesus. They will help you along the way. But God made you in his image. Who else? Did he say to an angel, you will sit on my throne? No, but Jesus said that to us. He said that in Revelation chapter 3. He said, if you overcome, you will sit On my throne. There's no angel who will ever sit on the throne. There is no angel who will ever forgive sins. There is no angel that will judge other angels. But Paul said, Duh, don't you know that you will judge angels? Okay, so now you know who you are. You are God. On the earth. You're not God in heaven, the Father, the Creator, but you are His Son. You are His daughter. You are His ambassador. You are His image. You are the expression of God on the earth. So it is not okay for you to be sick. It is not okay. For you to be sick. It is not okay. You were never meant to die. And God in his kingdom requires that you would be healed. He has provided for you provision. He has bled out onto the ground for you. His beard was ripped out for you. He was spat in the face for you. So would you take it? would you take your healing right now? Would you get angry at the devil? You, what, What is that one thing that we're angry about right now? You need to get angry. I'm telling you the truth. The kingdom comes by force. Why? I guarantee you it always comes by force. Yes, he moves with compassion and And gentleness and all of those things are his personality, his character. But I'm telling you the truth. We are in a war. And the kingdom of darkness does not want you to be healed because you are a threat to the enemy. You are the only way that Satan will be completely displaced because Paul says that Satan will soon be crushed under your feet. So Jesus Christ is using you, the church, to dismantle the devil, to destroy the works of the devil. You are continuing in the works of Jesus Christ. You are the extension of his body. You are his kingdom on the earth. So guys, right now, what is that part of your body? What is that part of your body that that must be healed right now. You must get off medication. You must not have acne. You must receive healing in your body. You cannot have arthritis. You need to become violent about this, okay? Yes, he might lead you to ask others to pray for you. Yes, he might lead you to see a doctor, change your diet, He is God and you will obey whatever he reveals. But right now, I'm teaching you how to expand the kingdom in this area of your life. And what you must do is lift up this one thing and get angry about it, okay? So what is it? What is this one thing? Are you ready? What is this one thing? and we 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 just think of this one thing father and we command it to go in Jesus name thank you lord your word is enough your name is enough your blood is enough we don't do anything down here about striving we are sons we are children we receive Right now we receive. And body, we, we command you to push it out. We, as the Holy Spirit gives life to your mortal body, he is pushing out that sickness right now. It's going to happen. I'm telling you the truth, it's going to happen. He has paved the way. He has paid the price. Thank you so much for listening. Now guard your tongue for out of it come the issues of life. Don't go around worshipping the devil. Don't go around telling people your problems, you know. I'm not talking about religion or superstition. Be free, but don't go around saying, you know, this is, this is that problem that I have, because you don't have it. It is healed. You are healed. You were healed. And he wants your body on the earth. He wants your body on the earth forever, actually, when you read the end of the book in Revelation. You and the Father and the Son and Holy Spirit are one. You come to earth. He's The Father's coming to earth permanently, He's coming to earth permanently. And the Father and the Son, the Holy Spirit and you will be on earth forever with an imperishable body that will never die. It's going to be amazing. Heaven and earth are going to become one. Okay, so now we're going to do soul healing. I'm not Katie Souza. I'm an ambassador of the kingdom, government of God. So I'm speaking on behalf of my government. I'm not saying I'm an evangelist or a faith healer. I'm Jonathan. And I'm a son of God and I own everything. And so do you. He gave the earth to man, it says in Psalm 115 and Psalm 8 and Genesis 1 and the entire Bible. So... He wants your soul healed. He wants, he is the lover of your soul. Okay? So, Jesus is the lover of your soul. Now, this is the way I'm going to explain it to you today. Those who are led by the Spirit of God, those are the sons of God. So, The way you and I are meant to live is by the Spirit, totally controlled by the Spirit, totally yielded to the Spirit. Now, the one thing that gets in the way is you. That's right. The one thing that gets in the way of the kingdom coming, of fire coming, of healing, of salvation, of the kingdom, is your flesh. Jesus said, to deny yourself to deny your self yourself is your soul jesus said you know you can lose your soul what what benefit is it if you gain the whole world and lose your very soul so the answer is to to lose your life and find it You literally bypass your soul. This is where trust comes in. I remember waiting for a wife. I remember waiting seven years for a wife as an adult male, and I had a choice to trust God. He said, That he said, I will meet your need for partnership. I will meet your need for sex. (laughs) I will meet your need for romance, for relationship. There were many times where my soul, my will, remember that's what your soul is your will, your emotions, your mind. My mind said, It's been how long, you know, my mind said, How long, how long. My will said, I want, I want. My emotions said everything in between. But by the Holy Spirit, by the grace of God, by the word of God, by the blood of Jesus Christ, by the name of Jesus Christ, I overcame by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of my testimony. And I waited. And I got married, and the rest is history. And the story is currently being rewritten. But. The point is, I denied myself. And what I'm saying to you is, he is good. He is good. He is kind. And at the end of the day, the healing of your soul comes through the revelation of the truth. Because the truth, as we said earlier, will set you free. The truth is that God is good, that he's the lover of your soul, and that you need not want. Psalm 23 says, I shall not want. It says, I shall not even have a thought to my own needs being met. That is the way that our Lord commanded us to live. He commanded us to not worry. He commanded us to not worry do not worry about what you will eat or what you will drink or what you will wear lose your life and you'll find it give and it shall be given to you do you understand now i believe that you do the holy spirit told me you understand so you need healing in your soul and this is how it happens you remove yourself from the equation Yes, you need that tax paid off. Yes, you need your car fixed. Yes, God sees that complicated relationship issue. God, it's complicated. It's like thorns and thistles caught in a knot. It doesn't matter. Is God able to provide for you? He was able to break Peter out of prison. He was able to break Paul out of prison. He was able to raise the dead and he will deliver you. He is the lover of your soul. So what you need to do is, as we prayed before for the physical healing, lift up this impossible situation to God in your soul. Maybe it's emotional healing. Maybe it's, it's fear and anxiety. Maybe it's worry. Admit it. You're worried. Admit it. You have obsessive thoughts you need medication, whatever it is in your soul, your mind, your will, your emotions. Maybe it's something you want, that you can't have, that you need to lay down. And so we're going to pray. Father, we receive Jesus Christ. We, we know that we are loved. We know that when we are unfaithful, you are faithful because you cannot deny yourself. And we lift up our soul to you, Jesus Christ. You are the lover of our soul. We lift up our mind. We lift up our emotions. We lift up our will. God, it's broken. Lord, we ask you to come in with your light. We ask you to come in with your fire. We give you permission to burn everything that's not of you right now. He's blowing, he's blowing and there's a breeze right now that's coming through your soul. It's coming through your soul. His word divides between soul and spirit, bone and marrow. Some of you are going to have physical healing right now as well because there's a connection between your soul and your body. Some of you are going to be able to hear from God easier because the spirit speaks to your spirit, but then it gets filtered through your soul so that your brain and your mind can understand what to do. So this is the divine partnership. Remember, your body submits to your soul, your soul submits to your spirit, and your spirit submits to God. So some of you, there's a calibration where your soul Your spirit are coming back into alignment. Remember, God is a God of order. God is a God of order. He did not allow it to rain in the Garden of Eden until he had a man to tend the garden. That's what it says in Genesis. It said the rain didn't come because there was no man. There's some blessings that are going to come in your life now because he's been waiting for you to get healed. He's been waiting for you to be able to receive He's been waiting for you to be in order. So how do you get in order? You get out of the way. You remove yourself from the equation. You say, not my will, God, but your will be done. Do you understand now? You (laughs) deny yourself and you find your life. So we pray, Jesus, we deny ourselves. We give you permission to heal our soul. We want to live for you, Jesus Christ. So he's working it, guys. He's working it. I'm telling you it's going to continue. The soul healing is going to continue. Don't worry about everything else. Don't worry about all your problems. There are no questions in the throne of God. There is no questions. When you die and you stand before God, you will not have any questions. Everything will be made plain. He will wipe away every tear. So why don't you just live like that now? Hallelujah. Jesus, we praise you. You're amazing. We know that we just need to obey you and we come to you as little children today. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Jesus, just heal this person right now in their soul. Lord, give them a pattern. He's giving you guys a pattern so that you can get healed in every other area now. Now you can pray for yourself. And he's going to, because what he wants, he wants you to be in divine partnership with him. He wants, can two walk together, Amos chapter 3. He wants to be able to walk with you. He said, take my yoke upon you. So he wants to be able to walk with you, be yoked with you. But he can't walk with you when you're bucking every left and right way. So it's about yielding. It's about submission. It's about trust. And many of us have problems in our soul. But the secret is to just deny yourself. No longer my will, but your will be done. No longer my emotions, but your emotions be done. No longer my th- mind, but your mind be done. Your will be done. Your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven, on Jonathan as it is in heaven, and on you, and on your family, and on your church as it is in heaven. So as you get out of the way, you're not thinking of yourself. Paul said, think of other people as as better than yourself. Consider the needs of others. This is the life of one who doesn't exist. You are now, to use a you know, clandestine operative sort of terminology, you are going dark. (laughs) You are now covert. You are now a secret mission from the Father. You are an ambassador. I've said it before in my podcast and I want to encourage you, go back. Go back to episode one. Listen to my old episodes. They're all on the glorieservices.tv website, I think. Um, or you can just search Kingdom Dynamics podcast. I actually uploaded a hundred or so episodes somewhere on the web as a as a redundancy, as a backup, as a contingency. And they're going to be there for a hundred years, God said. So. He takes the kingdom by force. Jesus. Yes, Lord, you're worthy of it all. Thank you, Lord. ba 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 ba. This is about this is understanding the kingdom. Okay guys, thank you so much for listening and uh, we'll be back for the third part, which is spiritual prayer. So we've done physical prayer, we've done soul, you know, soul prayer, and next we're going to do spiritual prayer. Welcome back to the third part of this Kingdom Dynamics podcast where we've, we've been praying through uh, for physical healing. We've been praying for soul healing, and now we're going to pray for spiritual healing. And uh, what we need to do here is what we always do, and and that is to seek first the kingdom of God. That is to 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 look to the truth. So you've got to understand that that God made the earth for mankind. He made the earth and he gave it to you so god is a spirit remember that god god is a spirit jesus said that his words are spirit and they are life so when jesus said my body is real food and my blood is real drink he's actually talking about spiritual food of course he had a physical body and of course he needed to be crucified for for us but the bible actually says in the spiritual realm the bible says that Jesus Christ the lamb was crucified before the creation of the world so he knew you before he formed you so there was a spiritual version of you before there was a natural version of you there was a spiritual crucifixion before there was a physical crucifixion in other words god spoke in the spirit and then there was light in the natural it's actually first in the spirit and then in the natural the bible says in colossians that 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 nothing was made that was not made through christ jesus so he is the the invisible and 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 then he becomes physical everything that is Physical, everything that is visible first came from the invisible. We even see it when when Jesus Christ was water baptized. The Father said, this is my Son in whom I'm well pleased. That was the Spirit of God, the Father, speaking in the Spirit, but then it manifests in the natural. I said it before in this episode. Jesus said, out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. So that's spiritual. So what happens is you pray in the spirit and then something happens in the natural, but your body is the portal. You see it's 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 Jesus said if I cast out Satan by the finger of God, then the kingdom has come. So That's a spiritual thing. The Spirit of God, through the body of Jesus Christ, through his physical finger, cast out a demon, which is a spiritual thing. So can you see that you are the interrelationship between the physical and the spiritual? Your words are spirit, and they are life. So when we see Jesus, we see his body, but when we look at Jesus in the book of Revelation, we see The eyes are a flame of fire. We see his voice is the sound of many waters. Now, I can't get off this topic. God help me. That is why sexual sin is such a big problem today. That is why, uh, you know, uh, homosexuality and these other things are a topic that is recurring in our Bible. Why? Because of this revelation that everything in the natural is representing something in the spirit. Paul said in Ephesians that the way that a man is with his wife, this is a mystery and it is to do with the bride and Christ. So I don't want to get into too much detail here because this is about spiritual healing but when a man is with a woman they become one now oneness is the ultimate in in terms of holiness and in terms of heaven <clears throat> there's nothing impure the bible says to the pure all things are pure so so s- s- sex is 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 meant to be holy between a man and a woman Sex is about oneness. You cannot have a baby until you become one. Now, everything that God does is about covenant. A covenant is a a promise, a testimony, a testament. So, in other words, when a man dies, he his will and testament, his covenant becomes activated. So. If I leave my house to my children, it's only after I die that my, my covenant with them, my testament, becomes activated. So when I die, then my children receive the property based on my testament, my, my will and testament, my covenant. It's the same in marriage. When a man and a woman become one flesh, It's through the act, it's through sex when the physical bodies, the Bible says that when you have sex, you become one. The two become one and let no man separate. So what happens is there's a blood covenant. When Jesus Christ died, he said, this is my body, this is my blood. This is the blood of the new covenant. So Jesus died enacting the new covenant, and there was a shedding of blood. You don't understand, but the the woman's hymen is broken upon having sex for the first time by the male genitals. There's There's a shedding of blood. And by the shedding of blood, we create a new covenant. So the man and the woman become one flesh, there's a covenant. It is unbreakable. God is a God of covenant. The circumcision of the baby male on the eighth day is a covenant. God made a covenant with Abraham. They, they, they shed the blood of that baby goat, of the lamb, that, that saved Abraham from having to sacrifice his own son. Then he, he, he circumcised his son. He circumcised himself because it requires, covenant requires a shedding of blood. And in, in marriage, a man and a woman become one flesh and there's a shedding of blood. Now, why do we have covenant? Remember, Jesus said it's those who understand the word that will bear fruit. So you and I need to understand the word. We can't just walk around talking about covenant and not understand the point. Covenant is the safest, strongest pavilion to be in. So when a man and a woman are together, they become one flesh and they become a secure pr- pr- a secure pavilion for children so it is safe for a child to be brought up in a family a child needs a mother and a father who are in covenant because then it becomes a covering for them as the Bible says, you know, children do not, you know, children honor your mother and father for a long life. In other words, your mother and father, there's big revelation coming guys, don't you just receive it. A mother and a father are the covering for a child in the same way as the government is the covering for a, a group of people. So, Hebrews says, and, and Paul says, to to submit to your governing authorities. In other words, you are under the covering. So it's actually a safe place for you to be part of a society that has a covering. It's called your government. So the Bible says to, to honor your government, to submit to your government, and to to obey the laws of the land. Because it wouldn't be good for you. The Bible says that the the government has a sword to do the will of God. It's the same in church. The church says, don't make your pastor's life difficult because it would not be good for you. So God is a God of covenant. He's a God of order. He's a God of, he creates a safe place. Now the earth was was a safe place. The, the ultimate government, as I've said many times before, is self-government. But self-government is under God. So the Father, we, we need to be under God. God is the only safe covering for man. And it's called the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit covers you. Jesus said you will be clothed with power. So man is self-governing. He takes responsibility for his own salvation with fear and trembling. He then becomes covered by the Spirit of God and then he becomes a formidable weapon to the enemy. Similarly, a man is meant to be a man and a wife are a covering. It's like a greenhouse. It's like growing fruit and vegetables in a greenhouse. It's a safe place. It's protected. So the the safest place for you as a Christian, and the safest place for you as a human is under God. You see, Jesus marveled at the faith of the centurion who understood covering. Listen, authority is about covering. So when my dad said to me as a child, don't cross the road, if I, if I crossed the road, I was stepping outside of his covering. So if I got run over, my dad could have said, Oh well, he he I couldn't help him. He stepped outside of the perimeters that I gave him. But if my dad said, don't smoke, don't drink, don't cross the road, and I submitted to him, then I am safe. I'm not going to get run over, I'm not going to die of, you know, diseases related to those, you know, sicknesses related to those things. Because I was under covering so when the Centurion said to Jesus you don't need to go you just need to say the word it said Jesus marveled at his faith so faith is is coming under God <laughs> see the Bible says submit to God and the devil will flee the Bible says says come into the throne of grace with confidence the Bible says, Those who hunger and thirst for righteousness will be filled. So if you have a look at everything in the Bible, it all comes back to submission. It all comes back to covering. It all comes back to understanding authority. It all comes back to order. You see, God gave the earth to man. He didn't give it to the devil. So the moment that Adam and Eve gave the earth to the devil, that's what happened. The moment that they ate the apple they stepped outside of the covering. Do you get it? So like me, if my dad said don't cross the road and I cross the road and get killed as a child, then that's not my dad's fault. I stepped outside of the covering. I took the plant out of the greenhouse where it was protected, where it was warm, where it was watered, where it was fed, and I put the, the plant outside on the road. So Adam and Eve gave the earth to the devil. So everything is out of order right now. Now I know that Jesus Christ died and rose from the dead and he made a public spectacle of the devil. But the Bible also says that that the that the angels have been kept in chains in darkness for judgment day. So why does the devil still seem to have a, a a throne? Why does he still seem to have have influence? Well, it's because we're still in the process of working some of this stuff out. We're in the age of grace. There's gonna become an age of power. The next age is the age of power. In the next see we're just in we're not at the end of the days yet. We're at the end of days, but we're still in there's a, a lot more to go, guys. We're at the beginning of the beginning. We are going to rule and reign forever with Christ. We're just the, we, it's only just begun. We are going to get a new body that is imperishable, that will never die. Yes, bulletproof. Yes, you can walk through walls. Yes, you can walk on water. And if you have faith, you can do that now. You can walk on water now because you can live in the future. The Bible says in Romans that all things are yours in Christ Jesus, things present and things to come. So Enoch walked with God. Elijah walked in power. David walked in grace. So there are people in the Old Testament under law who lived as though they were under grace. You know, David, he had the Holy Spirit. He, he, he wrote songs, he praised God, he danced naked, he lived like we are living now with the full outpouring of the Holy Spirit, but the Holy Spirit had not yet been outpoured. But he was an example to us of living in the Spirit, even though he was under the law. Isn't that incredible? So you and I right now, we can live as though we are in the age of power. And we're just about to walk into it imminently, momentarily. You and I, like Smith Wigglesworth, like Catherine Kuhlman, like yourself in various occasions, you and I have, have, have tasted of the heavenly gift. We have, have tasted of the powers of the age to come. So let me finish this. This is prayer for spiritual healing. You need to come under grace. We all need, Christian, Aboriginal, Atheist, everybody. We need spiritual healing. It will not come through seance. It will not come through tarot cards. It will not come through Baal. It will not come through even religious Christianity. It will come through the blood of Jesus Christ. It will come through his broken body. And everyone on earth must come under God. And everyone on earth will stand before God one day in judgment. We will stand before him, everyone who's ever lived. Those who will be able to stand, those who will pass from death to life, those are the ones who died to themselves in this life and lived for Christ. So your spiritual healing, like that centurion's faith, like me as a child listening to my father and not crossing the road, like a, 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 a plant in a greenhouse, you and I and those who are listening today, you who are listening, you need to come under God. Now, God is Jesus Christ. You need to, to walk inside of him. When you eat his body and drink his blood, you no longer live. The Bible says that you are identifying with the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. So that's why we get water baptized. We get water baptized because we are saying that we have died. So, in other words, you need to disappear. The way you disappear is you give your life to Jesus Christ. And we're going to say that prayer to God now Father, I acknowledge your son, Jesus Christ. Just say that. Remember, this is a spiritual, your spirit is doing this now, guys. The Bible says we overcame the devil by the blood of the lamb, and that's Jesus, and by the word of our testimony. So right now we're overcoming the devil. Ha, ha, ha. Right now the blood of the lamb is being applied to your life, to your past and your future. So we say, say this after me, Father, Father, I acknowledge I acknowledge your son, Jesus. I receive his blood. I drink his blood. I receive his body broken for me. I eat his body. Jesus, your body is real food and I eat it. Jesus, your blood is real drink, and I drink it. Help me follow you. Make me into your image. Lead me by your Spirit. Amen. Now, I pray, Father, that you baptize them in your Holy Spirit right now, that you would baptize them with your fire, that you would baptize them in your fire, your consuming fire, that you would burn up everything that's not of you, that every demon would be dissolved right now. As they come into perfect alignment, spirit, soul, and body, the devil cannot touch them. They are a new creation. Old things have passed away and all things have become new. Thank you, Jesus Christ. We give you the glory, God. We give you the praise. Amen. Thanks, guys, for listening. I know it's been a big episode, but I needed to lay a foundation so that I could lead you into all truth. (laughs) The Holy Spirit is going to lead and guide you into all truth, and he has done this today. So praise be to God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We love you, Lord. We love you. And thanks so much for listening, guys. I've been Jonathan. You've been listening. See you next episode. Bye for now.